Greetings and blessings to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Brother Reinhold from Christian Media Ministries Australia. I pray that this message of eternal life will change your life circumstances so that you become a blessing to others and healing will prosper your soul. Now the reading is in Matthew 25, 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lambs, and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. They that were foolish took their lambs, and no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lambs. Today many overlook this most important scripture, what entails a serious warning to the body of Christ, what is his church, to be ready for the coming of the bridegroom. Now who is the bridegroom? Naturally Jesus. The ten virgins the Bible is talking about is not the unbeliever, then only the believer knows the bridegroom, because they are born again and sealed with the Holy Spirit. The symbol of all in the word of God is all the time the Holy Spirit. When it says that five virgins were foolish and had no oil in their lamb, it means simply they were backslidden and the Holy Spirit had withdrawn, being grieved at the state they are in. The other five, being called as wise, are the servants of God who fulfilling God's commandment of being busy in his service. This is a very stirring scripture, reminding us that we are in a time where many of his children are in a state of sleep or completely out of touch with the spiritual reality of our time. Make no mistake, the calling of God's people to be a servant of the Mosai is a very serious duty. We are reminded by the scripture, 1 Thessalonians 4.16, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a loud cry of summons, with the shout of an archangel, and with the blast of the trumpet of God. And those who have departed in this life in Christ shall rise first. Then we, the living ones, who remain on earth, shall simultaneously be caught up along with the resurrected dead in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort and encourage one each other with these words. Now many in the church are denying this and are not taught of the rapture where the whole church is taken away to meet the bridegroom in the air. We are a holy people set apart from the world and have no part of the world. This setting apart means you are the bride, a people who are yearning for the lover what is Jesus. The Song of Solomon gives us a glimpse of the bridegroom and lover, where the Shulamite is deeply in love with her lover. Solomon's Song 3.1 Look for him, but could not find him. So I decided, that is scripture what is saying, to go into the city, into the streets and broadways, and seek him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but could not find him. Have you seen whom my soul loves?
I have gone but a little way past him when I found him whom my soul loves. And in verse 5, it is saying, I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the hinds of the field, that you steer not up nor awaken the love until it pleases. It is a secret love song of the Shulamite what presents the bride of Christ, sick of love for her bridegroom Jesus. Yes, that is what our Lord presents. He is seeking his beloved, what is a child of God like you and me. Listen, he paid a very dear price for you on the cross. He has given us the greatest price of all, what kings and prophets have searched for. Eternal life for billion and billion of years, forever, for the beggar, for the murderer, for the thief, for the poor man, for the lonely and forgotten, for the rejected in this world. The only price we pay is to accept him as our Lord and Master with our mouth and action of our life. Is that such a hard price to pay? When we are not ready for him, when he comes like the virgins who did not have any oil, like a shunned lover he closes the door, for we were not ready for him in the time of his coming. They who are not ready and have the world in their heart with all the pleasures what it has to give, then, my friends, you have to pay the consequences and may have to go through the great tribulation but has already shown the warning signs of his coming by the economic meltdown and tsunamis, and that is by losing your life of gaining eternal salvation. We as Christians are the winners, and Christ, through this message, is giving the earnest warning, do not play around with your salvation, and be ready for the greatest events what the world will see when virtually millions disappear in a moment of time. And no explanation can be given for that, then they do not know about this event, what is the mystery of God's kingdom. The father is yearning to get his children home. See the scripture when the Most High appeared before Abraham, Genesis 18.20. And the Lord said, because the shrieks of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and their sin exceedingly grievous, I will go down and see whether they have done wickedly, as is the cry of it which has come to me. And if not, I will know. We all know Abraham's cry to the Lord, Will you spare them when you find fifty righteous? And the Lord said, Yes, I will spare them when I find fifty righteous. But he could not find even five. Only Lot in his family. And the angels urged them to leave Sodom then unless they are leaving, God cannot destroy the city. The righteous are his children. He does not want them to, to, to go through the great tribulation. And that is the reason why the Holy Spirit is urging, get your life in order and be holy, then I am holy. My dearly beloved friends, you are not a Christian and have heard this message by divine appointment. And just in your own spirit saying, what is he talking about? It does not make sense to you. But you realize in your heart that all these words are creating unrest in your spirit. 
then God is speaking to you. He is interested in you, then he has a plan for you. And that means the greatest gift men can ever receive is eternal life. What great men have searched for is presented to you by this message. So you're asking, what shall I do to receive it? Now the Bible is, is very clear. It has given us four spiritual laws by which we must be saved. Romans 10.10 10, It is saying, For with the heart men believe it unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. In Romans 3.23 It is saying, We all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In John 3.18 He that believeth in him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Now you're saying, what shall I do to be saved and have eternal life? Romans 10.9 is telling us that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now after the music is finished playing, we pray a prayer, and if you, my beloved friends, pray that prayer after me with a sincere heart, then Jesus Christ, by his Spirit, shall come into your heart as Lord and Savior, and you shall have eternal life. I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. My dearly beloved friends, if you have prayed that prayer, we most certainly like to hear from you. Send us a short note to prayer at harvesttimeradio.com so that we may send you some material regarding your faith. You can also go on the internet to heinzharvesttime.org for more sermons and prayer support. I will pray now the blessing of the Almighty God upon you. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, 
both now and forever. Amen. Mm-hmm.